0: You're listening to the Spa Strong Podcast, where we empower estheticians and beauty professionals through boundaries, balance, health, and safety. We're your hosts, Melissa Ellis, licensed master esthetician.
1: And I'm Royal Ellis, former police officer. Together, we will help you achieve total aesthetics badassery. Make sure you share this on social media so you can show you're a part of the Spa Strong fam. Now that we got that out of the way, let's do this shit. This is day five, man.
0: Day five. If
1: you guys have been rolling with us for these past four days, then uh, thank you for making it to day five. If this is your first episode listening, I suggest go in order, please. Don't jump the line. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else set with us. Uh-huh. All right. You won't want to miss these things. And yes.
0: Um, this is, just so you know, if this is your first day w- with us, we're doing a special series. This is our five-day badass beauty business series. Ooh. Boom, boom, boom. All right, Jessica, Jessica Day. I don't
1: know what that is. Okay. <laughs> From
0: New Girl. <laughs> oh, I know who Jessica Day is, but yes. I don't know what that music was. Uh, so for the last five days, we have been talking about the essential pillars of beauty biz badassery. So day one, visibility. Day two, marketing. Boom. Day three, sales. Boom. Day four, mindset and accountability. And now today is day five, our final day. And we are talking about? Boundaries. Boundaries. That's right. You guys, oh, I just love talking about boundaries so much. <laughs> it makes me so happy. <laughs> and all of you listening are like, why? <laughs>
1: Stand by.
0: Um, so first of all, let me just give you a little background. In case you did not know, I have authored a book that is called Boundaries and Aesthetics. That is how much I love boundaries, y'all. I wrote a book about Having Boundaries Within Your Spa and Beauty Business to help you. Um,
1: that book has helped hundreds of people. I know. We still get like emails and DMs and messages about that book. And, uh, for, and it's well, our best-selling book. People buy it all day.
0: Well, that's what I mean. From people who like originally bought it. Yeah. Way back when it had the pink cover. Yeah. Now we have a black cover. Yeah. So but, if you um, have the pink cover, you're an OG. You're a spa-strong OG. For real? But uh, yes, this is our best-selling book. Product item? Yes. Yeah,
1: in general. Like this book is amazing. And it's a short read. If you're if you're if you don't know if you like to read it's a short read and um it's amazing. We should actually do well, she should actually do audiobook.
0: I should make it
1: (gasps) Yeah, we should make it into an audiobook.
0: That's a really good idea. Yeah. Projects. Okay, so the book, just so you know, it covers five ways for you to set and preserve appropriate boundaries, professional boundaries within your spa business and it applies to not just estheticians but if you're a hairstylist if you're a nail tech if you're a makeup artist royals physical therapist read it and she was like um i've needed this book my whole career yep but um so the five ways it talks about are number one boundaries through your documentation number two respecting your pricing number three quality over quantity mindset which I wish I could talk all about that right now, but that's not what we're here for. Number four, boundaries in your conversations. And number five, keeping your own rules. So if you have not read Boundaries and Aesthetics yet, click the link in the episode notes. And I highly recommend reading it. But today we're going to talk about three types of boundaries. Yeah. The first one is boundaries in your client communications.
1: Man, that's very underrated. Yeah. 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 Let me ask you a question. Do you have a client that gets a little too personal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have a client to, that's always asking to, like, hang out? And you're like, fuck,
0: mm-hmm. I don't
1: want to. Or you're you're already hanging out at the club and you're like, fuck, I wish I was home. Mm-hmm. Um
0: Or you have a client who texts you at, like, 2 in the morning. Or just
1: texts you. And or you're, just texts you. Nothing to do with skincare or their treatment. They're just texting you. You're like.
0: Or it does have to do with their skincare and their treatment, but they think that you work for them 24-7. That, too. Mm-hmm. See, there's lots of things that can... There's lots of reasons why you need boundaries, y'all. So client communications. I highly recommend that you do not respond to clients outside of business hours. Yep. Okay? If you close at 8 p.m., then don't respond to clients until... 10 a.m. the next day when you open or whatever time it is. I also
1: recommend your clients shouldn't have your personal number.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't give clients my personal number. I mean,
1: there's so many estheticians that are having clients book By texting them. I see that so much. No. In their
0: bios, it'll say, Text me. Text me for bookings.
1: No. So
0: let me just break down a couple of reasons why we do not recommend that. The first one is that it's very easy for a client to push your boundaries. If you're in a texting conversation and they're like, Do you have 7 p.m. available? And you're like, No, my last appointment is at 6. They're like, Well, if you can do 6, can't you do 7? Well, no. no. Okay, well, can you do 630? Uh And then it becomes this negotiation, right? Where you're like, well, I mean, I guess I can make this exception this one time. And then if you give a mouse a cookie, they're going to ask for a glass of milk. And then they're going to ask for a seat on your couch while they watch TV. And then they're going to ask for your bank account number, right? I don't remember if that's how the book goes. (laughs) But but whereas if they are booking online, they can't argue with the software, You know, they can't argue with the online software that's like there's only an availability at this time. They can't be like, well, if you can do 5 p.m., then you can do 5.30, right? No, the computer's not listening. It's just offering them 5 p.m., okay? So that's part of it. Another reason is because if you are doing bookings over text, what client is going to give you their credit card number over text?
1: I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a few out there. I know. But, but very that's a liability on your, par- yeah, on your end. Yeah. Don't even put yourself in those situations.
0: Um, But 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 how are you going to get their credit card number on file so that in the event that there's a no-show, you can still be protected and charge their card um, to to uh, fulfill your no-show policy, which you should have, which we're going to talk about in a minute, right? Uh, so those are just two examples of why. And plus, just having a business system If you're having people text you to uh, schedule their appointments. You know how much
1: time that's taken from you?
0: Oh, yeah. That's another. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness, dude. That's another one. Because think about it. They text you and then you're going back and forth. Okay, and you're having to take all this time to go back and forth with this client over text. Well, I can't do this time. Can you do this time? Okay, well, I can't do that time. Can you do this time? And then your next client comes in. And so then you can't get back to that texting client right away. And then they get mad because you can't get back to them. And so then they just go and book with somebody else.
1: My time, when they say time is money, in a literal sense to me, my time is very, very valuable. Mm -hmm. Especially me and Melissa's. Especially Melissa's. I don't give a fuck if it's 10 minutes. My time is valuable Mm -hmm. i got a lot of tabs open and Mm -hmm. i have to a lot to get done Mm -hmm. um and and your so is and your time is also
0: your time is so valuable okay if you're spending um if you look back and you've spent an hour it's like track it if you are an esthetician who does bookings over text message track how much time you spend in those text message conversations over the course of a week what if that adds up to an hour that's a full treatment. You could have made, you know, $150. You could have made $300. Instead, you're spending your time sending text messages, trying to get somebody to come in. Right? So you, um, you need to, you need to look at the amount of time that you're saving. And I feel like there was something else that we started talking about. Another point.
1: Yeah, we'll get to it. I can't, it'll come back.
0: It'll come back to me. I hope. Uh, but, we highly recommend that you start using online booking, okay? Yep. That's just that's just one, one thing. Uh, then um, in spa conversations, man, you've got to have some boundaries around that, all right? Just because a client is telling you about her kids and where her kids goes to school doesn't mean that you're obligated to tell her about your kids and where your kids go to school. You don't have to do that. Just because a client is, you know, maybe sharing a lot about her romantic relationship.
1: You don't got to reciprocate. You don't have like,
0: to reciprocate. Or like right now with the elections.
1: Yeah. Who do? Yeah. Bro, who did, hey, it, it doesn't l- matter. Listen, don't get. Mm-mm.
0: When when I had my spot, that was when uh, Hillary and Trump were running against each other. Oh, my gosh. I had clients come in and want to talk politics all the time. Every single appointment it seemed during that time was like all about the election, and uh, I just kept my mouth shut. I would not talk about who I was voting for. I, if they started getting too heated about it, I'd be like, "Okay, let's pull back on the reins for the politics conversation. Tell me about how your skin is doing right now. You know, um, you know what? We haven't talked. We haven't followed up about that moisturizer that you've been using. Tell me about that." Like, it's okay to pull back on the reins of a conversation and keep things professional, all right? Sometimes people want to share way more than you want to know. And you, just because they're the client and you're in the service industry does not mean that you need to subject yourself to that. let's not
1: get, like, listen, you're in the service industry, but let's not get it fucked up around here. It's Mm -hmm. your spa, your rules. Thank you. Yeah, let's not. Thank you. You know how many times I've been on duty and somebody was like, well, you work for me. And I'm like, all right, motherfucker, listen, take five steps back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, that's like, All right, let's not have no trouble around here. All oh, that I work for you. All right. That, I pay your, I, I pay. pay your, yeah, we, we pay, yeah. you. Your salary. Yeah, yeah, Your st- all day. All right, man, your salary. Oh, okay, let's not get it fucked up around here. Uh, brother, I'm going to need to see your hands. <laughs> Put your hands up. Yeah, so, but it's your spot, your rules, man. Let's not get it twisted.
0: Exactly. Like you may be thinking, again, I'm in the service industry, customer service. The client is always right. I've got to take care of them. I've got to be bending over backwards because if I don't, they're not going to want to rebook with me. Some clients, you may not want them to rebook with you. If they're clients who push your boundaries, who expect you to make exceptions for them. Who
1: drain you.
0: They're usually not worth the price. And one thing I told, I, I Royal and I were having this conversation I was about to say the other day, but it was probably like six months ago. um, We're having a conversation about uh, this woman who had wanted to book with me, but she'd wanted me to like jump through all of these hoops like she didn't want to utilize my regular booking system because she didn't like that software. So she wanted me to start using a whole different booking system because her last esthetician had used it and she was so much more familiar with it. And then she's like, well, I really don't love getting my peels done during the day. So like, I really wish that you would have evening hours available so that I can start coming in in the evening because then I don't have to worry about putting sunscreen on after my peel. And then I don't have to wash my face at night and blah, 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 blah. like. She was wanting, and she hadn't booked with me, right? Like there had been act- no actual transaction, yeah. no actual service. But she's like asking me to make all of these exceptions. And guess what? I started, this was in like the early days of my studio. And so I started looking into all of it. I'm like, oh yeah, I could probably do that. Well, I don't see the harm in that. Guess what? She never actually booked an appointment. She never, never actually came in. I'm like changing my schedule, changing my booking systems, uh, changing the, you know, like looking into a different product line because like, oh, well, my old esthetician used this, blah, 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 blah. Those people will send you on wild goose chases and you're never going to benefit from them. It's never going to be worth the effort. So you need to be willing to hold your boundaries and be like, you know what? I understand that that's how it was at your old estheticians. That's actually not how I operate. So you're welcome to book with me if you're willing to go with what, how I run my business. If not, I'm happy to refer you out to somebody else yep. and let people walk away. You Have to be willing to let people walk away because your sanity, your peace of mind, your mental health, your emotional health, your mental safety is so much more important than just like oh I gotta have I gotta have my books filled no you don't have to have your books filled that bad baby trust okay Uh now let's talk about boundaries around your pricing
1: <laughs>
0: this is a fun one
1: this is I love this
0: yeah uh, we we see this especially with solo estheticians yeah
1: the majority of the, time. the
0: majority of time this is with solo estheticians uh, where you are willing to negotiate your pricing, oh man. You're willing to give discounts.
1: Here's the thing mm-hmm. This is a little tip for you guys. all right? Don't first of all, discounts are rewards, not incentives. Mm-hmm. okay? And also, don't ever discount. If it's not a like setup system for like it's a reward. Yeah, I would say personally, I'd rather you do it for free. Because at least you made the choice to mm-hmm. do it for free. Somebody else didn't come in and have a say as far as, "Well, I can't afford this. Can you come in discount?" I'd rather you do it for free.
0: Yeah, than somebody else dictating what you, you should be charging exa- for your services. Exactly,
1: you make that choice to do it for free instead. Mm-hmm. Other than that. They pay that full goddamn price mm-hmm. or they could kick rocks. Mm-hmm. Don't let the door hit you with a good lower split. You. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, other than that, discounts are rewards, not incentives. Go ahead.
0: So I, I just want to elaborate on that just a tiny yeah, bit. Okay. Okay. So rewards, not incentives. A lot of times we see people using Just like willy-nilly, I'm going to throw out a discount to you as an incentive to get you coming back because I have a scarcity mentality and you're kind of threatening me that if I don't give you a discount, you're not going to rebook.
1: Good. Don't rebook then.
0: Don't rebook then. (laughs) Like we see that so much. People will increase their pricing and then a client will come in and be like, well, but because I've been with you for so long, that price increase doesn't apply to me, right?
1: No motherfucker. Uh um, I made it specifically for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean and that I hate that. And a lot of times you let them get away with that. Robbery. You feel bad and then you start coming up with exceptions, like coming up with reasons. Well, but she buys good products
1: sometimes.
0: Yeah, or like, well, her life, I know a lot about her history, and her life is really hard. That has so nothing to I, do with I you. should give her a discount. Like, well, yeah, she has been a loyal client to me. So, like, maybe she does deserve to get a discount. No, you raised your pricing for a reason. Man. Because you, you know, your value and your expertise and your... Uh, the
1: experience that you give qualifies for that...
0: Price increase. Exactly. Yes. So, um... Handing out discounts just like from a scarcity mentality of like, oh my gosh, please book with me. Like, please come in and book with me. that That's where we're saying discounts are not an incentive. Yeah. Discounts are a reward. So, for example, if they've um, been
1: coming to you constantly and they've been, they've been a great, like, it's been a joy having them. Uh huh. Like, you're not, hey, you know what, man? This one's 50% off. Or, you know what? This one's, this one's on me. Yeah. It's like, really? Holy you- shit. It's like, yeah, man, you've, You've been coming to me, coming to me, you've been helping me like survive and live and actually pay my bills and I enjoy having you. This is for you. They're yeah. like, holy shit. Well, I want to be a good boy or a, or a good girl. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to keep fucking coming back.
0: Exactly. And, and I'm going to
1: keep buying retail and being good because now I know I'm going to get a treat. Right. At some point in time.
0: Right. So uh, like, like real saying, I mean, this client You know, she's been coming to you consistently for six months. She's been coming to you consistently for a year. She's expecting to pay full price, right? Because she values you. She respects you. She would never dream of asking for a discount or negotiating your prices or, you know, being a bargain betty or anything like that. And then you are rewarding her for being a fantastic client. She sees that as a gift, a one-time gift. She doesn't feel entitled to that pricing. Yeah. to that discounted rate yeah. she knows next time she's going to be paying full price she's happy to do it because she values you
1: yeah and so my barber back in LA he would um one uh, that this one time he gave me a haircut on the house I was like whoa what the fuck he was like yeah bro hey man I just appreciate you appreciate you my man thanks this was on me really uh, can I give you a tip nah bro you got it take it okay and then I start calculating. I start timing it. I know every four months. <laughs> About <laughs> every four months, I'm gonna go ahead and get me a little a little treat. But I'ma come in because I get my haircut every two weeks. So what? Two
0: So that's eight haircuts.
1: Eight haircuts of fifty dollars of going. I know I'm hooking my boy up with $50 every two weeks. And I know I'm, oh, I'm gonna be a good boy. he gonna give me a little something. <laughs> <laughs> I know at one point in time it's gonna be on the house. But I don't go inspecting. I know, I know what I have to do to continue to get these blessings from him. Like, oh my God, thank you, bro.
0: And you were like, willing to pay the $50 before he gave you the free exactly. haircut.
1: Yeah, I went five months before mm-hmm. he even gave me a free haircut. He was just good and I liked the conversation. Good dude. Hooked me up. Um, he was very like. I loved being there Mm -hmm. $50 all day, Mm -hmm. all day. But then I start calculating. All right. But I know what I have to do. I Mm got to give first. I got to be a good customer first. I have to respect his prices first and not disrespect him or negotiate with him Mm -hmm. and come in. And then he pats me on the back every now and again. I appreciate it. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Alex.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Right. So, um, again, it's a reward. Not an incentive. Yeah. So we're not saying that you can't have, like, Black Friday specials or you can't have a grand opening promo or, you know, something like that. But that's different from just, like, handing out a discount willy-nilly, no rhyme or reason, no goals behind it, no end date. Like Oprah. You get a discount and you get a discount and you get a discount. Um, That's how she does it, right? Yeah.
1: And you know why she does it? Tax write-offs. So she has a reason to do it. (laughs) So...
0: Um, But in your case, what we're seeing, the majority of the time, you're not doing it for tax write-offs. You're doing it because you're scared. Yep, scared. A client makes a comment like, oh, that's expensive. And then you see that as an objection when really it's just a complaint. Yeah. It's just a comment. And then you get nervous. And so you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? It is. Um, So what's, what did you have in mind? Or like, what's your budget? Yeah, or see? do you you want ga- it for 20% yeah, off?
1: You've already gave me more of the field already. I've already took up more space. You've already allowed me to. Mm-hmm. And um, like, yeah, it's just a complaint. Don't take it as an objection. Mm-hmm. It, just because, until it's an actual objection. Los Angeles is expensive as shit. Those gas prices kill your boy. But I bet you I go fill up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time I put gas in, I'm like, oh, God damn, $4. All right, I'm going to go ahead and put 60 in because I need gas. Mm-hmm. Like
0: it's expensive, but he's not like, you know what? I'm not buying gas because it's too expensive. He comments on the fact that it's expensive, but he still buys it. And then he's happy he bought it because now we can drive wherever we want. Right. Same thing with your clients. They may comment like, oh, that's expensive. Yes, it is. And it's going to give you the best possible results. Can't wait for you to try it. You know, you just, you don't need to, just because somebody comments on the price doesn't mean that they're asking for a discount. So don't apologize and don't offer a discount like that we could talk about this forever. I feel like that was a lot. Um, So the third point we wanna make with boundaries is policies. Having a your spa, your rules mentality, All right? And um, again, this is about the fact that, yes, you work in the service industry. Yes, you wanna take care of the client and make sure they have a great experience and they love being there, but the client isn't the one who calls the shots, okay? You are not their doormat. You're running a business. Oh, that's something that I was going to talk about. Okay. Okay. Come back. Yes, I love it. So when we were talking back about uh, reasons why we don't think you should use texting for your booking system, uh, that's like a really small business slash hobby method. Like, if a business is like, "Okay, text me to book," I'm kind of like, "How professional are you, really?" Right. So if you're acting like a little teeny small business, people are gonna treat you like a little teeny small business. Our girl Natalie Warren said that to us. The the skin inspiration, she's amazing. Go check her out. But if you are telling people, I just see myself as this little like spa studio. I'm not gonna invest in like systems or policies or bookings or, or like booking systems or whatever it might be. I'm not going to invest my time in putting those systems in place. Then people are going to be like, oh, you must not take this very seriously. And if you're not taking this very seriously, why should I take this very seriously? You know? So stop acting like this is a hobby. Okay. This is your livelihood. Stop acting like this is just a little teeny tiny small business. No, start acting like you are a corporate spa and people will start treating you with that kind of respect and with that level of professionalism, right? Okay, so policies. We kind of talked about your no-show policy. Do you have one of those in place? And is it enforceable? Meaning, do you actually have their valid card in place? Okay, I used to, when I opened my spa, I used to just let people... um, in their card number like put down their card numbers on their own and i wouldn't verify it oh my gosh you guys people would put in fake numbers of course you know so you need to verify that you're getting like the actual card number so that you can enforce your no-show and your cancellation policies okay Um, Do you have policies about whether or not people can bring kids into your studio?
1: Pets in your studio. Uh,
0: Food or drink into your studio. Uh, Do you have policies about...
1: Just a guest.
0: Oh, yeah. Guests into your studio, into the treatment room. Yeah. That's a big one for sure. All right. Uh, What about like um, if... Do you have policies surrounding your care instructions? So if the client has not followed their care instructions they've neglected to wear their sunscreen or they've neglected to discontinue the use of their retinol before their treatment. And you have to either reschedule them or book them for a like different service. Are there repercussions for that? In my studio, if you neglected to follow your care instructions and I had to reschedule you, that's a no show. Mm. I treated that like a no show because I set aside that time and that lets people know how serious their skin health is for me. No, if you were not following your your care instructions, we're not fo- following through with this treatment.
1: But I'll take that charge, though. This Thank is a no show. I'll take that pay. Yep.
0: Um, but I mean, it it just you've got to look out for you, and in look yeah. in so doing, you're also looking out for your clients, right? Standing up for your policies is something that can be really nerve wracking. And let's be honest, there's some. Policies that are uh, more pressing than others. So, for example, care instruction policy, that's more serious to uphold than whether or not you're going to let them, um, you know, have a snack in your studio. Okay. Those are kind of on different levels, right? right? So, there may be situations where you choose to make an exception that you feel good about, that, uh, you don't feel bullied into. And that's, that's okay. That's your prerogative because again, your spa, your rules, but you need to make sure that you, like I said, you're not just giving in because you're nervous and you don't know how to respond to a broken policy. And you're like, I have no idea what to say to this person. I have no idea how to uphold this policy. And so I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to pretend it didn't happen. I'm going to let the client do whatever they want. But then I'm going to be mad and I'm going to complain and I'm going to gossip about the client behind their back and I'm going to have a chip on my shoulder for years to come. Really, get over yourself. Like, (laughs) seriously, don't be so passive aggressive. Like, plan ahead. How are you going to... Um, Make sure clients are aware of your policies. How are you going to make sure that they have agreed to your policies? How are you going to handle broken policies? Or if there's questions about your policies, these are all things that you should be role-playing and practicing and planning for ahead of time. So if you haven't done that, highly, highly, highly recommend that you do. Yeah. Boundaries. I love it. I'm all about it, y'all. Okay. This is it. So this is the end of our five day series. Our five-day badass beauty business series.
1: Yeah. I hope these five days have been amazing for you guys and your business automatically levels up because you've listened to this. We gave some great information. Please leave a comment and let us know that you love our podcast and give us that five-star rating.
0: Exactly. and we are gonna go back to our regular scheduled programming,
1: but it'll be two days a week.
0: Oh, yeah, we're doing two days a week. yeah, and we're not we're not doing Sunday anymore. We're doing Monday and Thursday, yeah, is when our episodes will air. So pay attention to those and subscribe if you haven't yet so you don't miss out on any of these amazing spa strong podcasts. Mm-hmm. And we love you guys. Yeah.
1: Hit us up, DM us. Um like we said before, if you need help, if you're struggling with your boundaries, sales, marketing, Branding,
0: visibility, uh, spa menu, anything, anything else that's holding you back in your spa business. Yeah, It
1: doesn't have to be all. It could just be one. One of those things.
0: Or all of those yeah, things. Or I, yeah. Well, that's fine, too. <laughs> um,
1: click the link in the description of this episode for your free discovery call. Also, the link in our bio on our Instagram page or just DM us. And like I said, I will just send it to you. Mm
0: hmm. And we want to help you figure out what you need to take your business to the next level and help you get the success that you are wanting within your business. Okay. So we love you guys. Thank you again for listening to these five badass spa business pillars. And we will see you on our next regular Spa Strong podcast episode.